What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 66 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? We had a rumble on Saturday, this past we Saturday. We did. Well, two Saturdays now. Uh, yeah, because this Saturday we have a qualifier. Which we don't have data for yet. Correct. Because it hasn't happened yet. Which means this upcoming Wednesday we have a rumble. Yeah, it's all sorts of confusing. <laughs> we got, got a bunch of things all in the span of, you know, like a 18 week. days or whatever. We got three events. Yeah. But um, we had a rumble and it was a lot of fun. Uh, we uh, got data from it. There's a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. We had our new series start on Sunday. Yeah. For team for picking team of the week. Uh, I'm sure that's at like 300,000. I hope it is. <laughs> as much effort I put into that, I hope it is. I know. I, I got to watch it back. And there was a couple different times where I was just like, man, I really need this to not happen. And then it cuts to you. And he's like, well, this is what I'm going to do. And then it cuts back to me. The reaction is just like, well, shit, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did a real good job of finding the moments. It's just like, oh. Carter talked about me doing this, but I actually did it, and it's just like, and he didn't want me to do it. Yeah, there's several different times where it's just like, uh, you you cut talking about Dynamax and Coco, and I cut, and I'm just like, well, that's probably what's going to happen, and then it's cut to you Dynamaxing Celestial, and I'm just like, well, I didn't expect this, now we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't watched that, definitely go check out our first Little Root Showdown. We're going to probably start doing those, hopefully, every week. Yeah, it should be. For the foreseeable future... Uh, every Sunday, because we need a way of weeding out some of the team of the weeks. We want to show off everyone's teams, but we're running out of time in the format. So this is the solution, is throwing them against each other, see what sticks, and the winner gets to be the actual team of the week. So, yep, which we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, really you, cool team. If you haven't checked it out, uh, go and check it out. I played uh, Angelo's... Uh, Mamo, Moltres... Joe UX9. Yeah, uh, Angelo worked with Joe on it, and this is the conglomeration that they came up with, and it has a slight problem with Celestila. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to, to put it very bluntly, how the hell do you kill it? I think you're kind of real reliant on Cinemore. Like, honestly, yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, I played Smeargle's team, his bulky Mandibuzz, Snorlax, Celesteela team, and I had a blast. It was everything I wanted to do in Pokemon and more. I know when Smeargle posted it, uh, you made the comment of, oh, this definitely isn't a team that Carter's going to play. Yeah. And then I'm like... Not by choice. And then, you know, like, when we were picking out teams to actually play, I'm just like, man, I really want to play this. Just to, like, rub it in about it. And then you ended up playing, I'm just like... Well, now I'm really glad we did it because I feel like the mirror match of this is going to be absolutely awful. Oh, the mirror match is terrible. The mirror match especially, is probably just Especially miserable. when we have perfect information about each other. Like, I know exactly what you're going to do this yep. turn, and then you know exactly what I'm going to do, and we get to play that game back and forth. It's like, oh, who clicks protect this turn? The correct answer is no one because I'm a hyper offensive player. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But first, let's get through this Rumble data real quick. So sure. What do we got? We had a lot of people for this Rumble. This was our first weekend Rumble. 19? Uh, ended up, I think we were at 22, actually, like, played at okay, start round sweet. one. Sweet. Um, so there was a ton of data to go over here. 
Um, the big one right now, uh, Landris is the number one Pokemon for this event at 12 copies. Did Tim go through and combine the yes. Grimmsnarls? Okay. Yes. And the Rillabooms? Yes. Okay, sweet. Yep, we went through and this is the fixed one. Cool, cool. Um, so, 12 Landris, 11 Grimmsnarl, 8 Rillaboom. Those are your top three, the big three. There's Regilecki right there, but set at the seven uses underneath it. Um, and then we get into some a lot of the spicy things that happened over this weekend. Uh, so the the idea of the story was uh, Lord Penguin was wanting yep. to play, had his field team lined up, couldn't play now, but convinced like six other people to play field. Yeah, is the story we heard. Which um, the week the rumble before Penguin sent me a team that he was going to play. They consisted of Jinx, Mr. Mime. Like, let me let me see if I can find this team. He's oh, like, I just wanted you to talk about it, and that's all I strive for. I'm just like, is that your goal now? Is just to make me miserable every week? Maybe. <laughs> and, and honestly, I'm pretty sure it is. So I told him I wasn't going to acknowledge Spiel, so I'm not. But we're going to acknowledge the team beforehand. You can. Um, I'm going to talk about Spiel because I thought it was a really cool thing. Um. So the idea behind this feel is you are a bulky Eviolite with Yawn, Protect. Uh, you were carrying usually Sheer Cold, and then a lot of the sets had Steel Roller. And then some of the other sets had different moves. Uh, Icy Wind was on a couple of them and things like that. Were we pairing it with something that could consistently set terrain for Steel Roller? Or um, were we just reliant on... Like, we were Rilla more Boom. punishing like the Rillaboom and the okay. Tapu Finis and all the other... How things. do you ever beat a Rillaboom? Sheer cold. All right, Grassy Glide you. Uh, it's a two-hit KO. Miracle Seed. Still a two-hit KO. Life Orb. Still a two-hit KO. Choice Band. I believe that's Adamant four. 252. I believe that is band. still a two-hit KO. I'm calcs. I believe that is still a two-hit two KO. Because Miracle Seed, uh, 252, Adamant, I believe is 80% max roll. I, I literally could not tell you on this one. So have fun with that. Um, you you talk about how terrible this thing is, and I'm going to punch in numbers. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Um, I know Gil ended up playing against it twice. Uh, once against Karibo, and then once against Pokert. Were they plus special defense? Uh, the one I saw was Sassy, but they all didn't have the same set. Okay. I'm going to go off the Sassy one, because that's the one I saw. Uh, it was 20 defense, 236 yep. special defense. Yep, yep, Max yep. HP. Um, the other Pokemon that showed up six times was Moltres Gilar. Um, this thing is starting to get real popular again. It's real powerful. Not surprised. Um, then we get into this, some multiple fours, multiple threes here. Uh, the fours consist of Rotom Heat, Metagross, Heatran, Glastrier, and Celesteela. Heatran's starting to pop up again, too. Heatran's really good, man. People slept on it for quite a while. I'm very glad that it's starting to make a comeback. Um, Glastrier and Celesteela, also Pokemon that we hadn't seen too terribly much of in our Rumbles, but now we're starting to see more of them again. Grassy Gride, 252 Adamant Choice Band, 153 to 180%. There you go. Blow it up. Woodhammer, max roll of 312%. Yeah, I was going to say, I know Woodhammer does. <laughs> Woodhammer KO'd uh, at uh, 20 um, attack EVs plus nature. With Miracle Seed on grass terrain. So sit down. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But the idea with this feel is you pair it with Grimmsnarl and screens screens. and Intimidate and things like that. Which, if we set screens, we set Reflect, Grassy Glide is no longer a KO, but Woodhammer still is. Yeah, Woodhammer was going to be a KO no matter what. Oh, 100%. Well, it's more than 100%. It's like 100 should be like 150 or 160. Uh, 156 is high roll. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. This is in singles. Doubles, it's 209. Oh, yeah. And actually, Grassy Glide is a KO. Min roll is 102. Um, All right, I'm done talking about Steel. <laughs> going to our three here. Uh, <laughs> Togekiss, Tapu Fini, Spectrier, Porygon 2, Incineroar, Garchomp, Amoongus, and Dark Urshifu. Nothing really stands out here. The big one, I, I think if you were to point out something that is obscure, is three Garchomp, but it's been on the upward trends as of lately anyway, so I'm not really surprised to see that. Yeah, same with, like, Togekiss. It started to see more play. The format's become a little bit more linear, a little bit bulkier. You can tank hits a little bit easier, so you want your Pokemon to be able to, like, you want your Dynamax targets to stick around a little bit longer because everyone's just focused on, oh, I need to take out X Pokemon. One that really um, is, I don't want to say has fallen out of favor, but is not nearly as popular as I, I, I expected it to be, is Amoongus. Like, it is, in my opinion, been on, like, a downward trend for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was in the last event, but it wasn't very high. It was at least in the two. It was, like, a two, I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up on Archidex just to see... Like, to make sure that I'm not crazy that it actually is trending downward. Yeah. Also, check out Archidex. They're great. Yeah, Archidex is great. We get a lot of our data there. Um, looking at our twos here, we got two Torkoal, two Blastoise, and two Charizards. Neat. Uh, multiple Blastoise is kind of cool. Amoongus is currently at 28 with a 7% usage for the month. That's not very good for it, actually. Like I said, compared to where it once was... It is definitely trending downwards, but at the same time, like, I think there's just a lot in this formula that actually threatens it with the the likes of, like, Moltres trending upward, um, Togekiss trending back upward as well, Cinderace popping back up in popularity, Entei finally growing, you know, growing in its own to popularity. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of things that really threaten it on top of uh, safety goggles just being immensely powerful because people want to be able to beat Sun so now you have to deal with, like, Rotom with safety goggles. Just like, well, I don't care about you. I'm just going to target down your partner that I actually care about. Yeah, exactly. So, and in reality, it makes sense that Amoongus is trending downward because the format is trending upwards against it. So, yeah. um, Looking at the rest of these ones here, there's a Zapdos, a Whimsicott. Is that, I'm assuming, regular Zapdos? Yeah, it'll have okay. Galar. Cool, cool. It'll be it. We're looking at these, like, hard data. You guys see the fancy graphic I made, but we're looking at the hard data, and it's it's a little bit harder to read sometimes. It's whatever. Um, one Zapdos, one Whimsicott, one G-Max Venusaur, one uh, Urshi- Rapid Strike Urshifu, uh, one Umbreon, one Tornadus, one Thunderous, one G-Max Snorlax, a Runarigus, a Rotom Wash, a Registeel, a Regirock, a Regidrake. <laughs> Um, All the Reggies, except for the good ones. Those are upwards. Was so yeah, there a Gigas at all? I don't no. I don't think you... Okay. There's not a Gigas this time around. Um, so we have no Reg Ice, 
Nope. No gigas, but nope. everything else is represented. Yep. I know um, Tiki has been messing around with Reg Ice. Like, we just fall asleep, Reg Ice. I'm just like, please stop. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> I, I saw him talking about it the other day on ATX. I'm just like, what are you doing? And so then the conversation was something about, like, Dynamax, Weakness Policy, and Cineroar. He's like, well, if that's the case, Reg Ice lives it. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what kind of format are you playing in where, one, Weakness Policy isn't a thing, and two, Reg Ice is playable. <laughs> like, this is the world I want to live in. Right. Um, we got a Politoed. We had, uh, Gil played Rain. Good. So we have I, I knew I liked Gil for a reason. So we have a Kingdra Politoed on here. Uh, Alone in Ninetales, one Nihilego, one Machamp. I want to see that team, please. I can go find it here in a minute. Uh, a Mimikyu, a G-Max Lapras, uh, a Kratana, a Jinx, and a DD Female, a Hatterene. I'm Gossetel. assuming those are paired together. Yeah. Uh, a Scavalier, that was on the rain team. A Draclavish, a Porvanite, a Galarian Corsola. Uh, G-Max Cinderace, G-Max Scorch, and a Bronzong. I want to see the Scorch team, too. Okay. We can find those real quick. These are these are things that I'm interested in. Like, off-the-wall, obscure things that do, just do not see play normally. If I remember correctly, you said the Machamp team? Please. I believe that one was Karibos. Karibo, this needs to be spicy. Yeah, it was. I don't want to play this team anymore. <laughs> and then what was the other one? Uh, the Centiscorch. Centiscorch? Uh, was it this one? It's the, it was our winners. We were going to talk about it anyway. I knew that. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, I can't remember who came second. No. Yes. Was it Nibs? I, dude, you're on your own on this one. I legitimately have no idea. No, it was Vern. Nibs was in top four. I know Woke Flossy top cut, right? Yeah, they, they, Nibs and Woke Flossy ended up playing against each other in top eight. It's like, oh, that's inconvenient. <laughs> it was just like we hit each other immediately. Like, you know, came over from ATX to play this event, immediately get paired into each other after after top cutting. It's like, well, sorry, guys. Um, and then I'm trying to remember who the other top cut was. Sever. Sever was the other one. Uh, you're not going to like this one probably either. This is another garbage. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> I'm like, you're probably not going to like this one either. Well, Tim and Sever are also on my shit list because they're, they're not only helping, but they're facilitating Penguin to do this nonsense. So, uh, if I remember correctly, Sever was the only field top cut? I wonder why. It's probably because it's garbage. If it was garbage, it wasn't a top pet to begin with. Look, if if you have enough of something, eventually someone's going to just do something with it. It, it. By sheer force of numbers, it's going to happen. So Sfeel's, so this Sfeel team uh, was Ninetales, Sfeel, Heatran, Regilecki, Amoongus, and Landorus. Uh, this one was like Aurora Veil plus Landorus to kind of just keep Sfeel alive. This was the Icy Wind one that I saw. My big concern, and this is just more of a statement on Ninetales in general, um, the popularity of Price or Tailwind means that there's a non-zero chance you get it outsped before your screens go up. And the other thing 
is that not only can you get outsped, but they can just change the weather, and then now you actually can't set your screens. Exactly. You don't get turn. So uh, that's been one of the biggest problems for specifically Ninetales. I think had they introduced the Dynamics B tiers in uh, Gen 7, it probably would have been better than what it, than what it was because fast dual screens would have been fairly good in that format, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I Granted, I didn't play a ton of it, so I don't take my word as law in that, but someone who is uh, more versed in that can tell me that I'm wrong down in the comments. So I look forward to not reading those. <laughs> Um, this is Nib's team, another Heatran team. This is the Grim Zap Heat Heatran lap. He's been playing this forever, according you know, to the him. old Zap lap. Grim lap, Zap lap, Grim Zap, Zap dap dap. <laughs> Scatman. <laughs> Come again! I was I wasn't ready for that, Carl. <laughs> Grim Zap, Grim lap, Zap lap, and then Boomer. That's its name. It's the name. It's the nickname. Um, so this I, is like, it's like, here's a Zapdos, Grillaboom, Lapras, Heatran, like, core. Uh-huh. And then we have, like, Urshifu and Grimstarl to kind of just, like, round it out. It's real sweet. Real old tech from, like, Series 7. That's real cool. Sorry, I'm still laughing about Zap-Lap, Grim-Zap-Lap. <laughs> I... We don't have as much information about this one. They didn't give us moves or anything, but uh, this one's kind of unique. It's got a Corviknight and Dracovish and a Rillaboom and a G-Max Cinderace and a Glastrier and a Nihilego. We're playing Dracovish without speed control. I'm like, the best thing we could probably do is like... Well, let me let me rephrase that. There's a, a couple different forms of speed control that you could have here. You have airstream on Cinderace. You could also have, uh, if you're playing something similar to Zordor, you could have Max Strike, which is another form of speed control. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corviknight gets Tailwind, right? But it's slow. Yeah. So I like that's fresh. So like you could set Tailwind, then switch in Dracovish, and now you're fast. But the the problem is, is because your choice band, you can't protect plus Tailwind. I mean in theory you technically could you don't want to though no um plus like you have trick room potentially uh, down here on Nihilego for your blaster if that is something you really need to do uh is that Wakan yeah Wakan Corviknight cool that's uh, where you can actually live a, a non-zero amount of hits from Eliki yeah where we just don't die to it and then you know Cinderace comes in and smacks it and takes it out so I like the idea of Dracovish in this format. The problem is, like, you really need some type of speed control for Dracovish. Mm -hmm. And I just don't really, like, you don't have a consistent way of setting sand on this team. There's obviously no Tyranitar, there's no hit pout on. Um, So you don't have this offensive start with that. And you don't have consistent speed control, like Whimsicott Tornadus, or even Eliki to an extent. So it just makes it where Dracovish just doesn't really accomplish anything. Um, I played it. I played against Dracovish the other day for laddering, and they led Whimsicott Dracovish. I'm just like, why does he fake out on that thing and then it dies? Yeah, so, like they're never maxing Dracovish. There's literally no reason to in that position. 
So I just get a free KO here. Sure, you set Tailwind, but I get to pick up your threat. So now Whimsicott sits there and does nothing. I'm pretty okay with that exchange. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things about Dracovish, like, is when you get to do the Sand Rush ones, because the Sand Rush one usually can Dynamax, but it's actually very powerful. Yeah, because typically you're, like, Life Orb on those teams. Um, I think if, since we don't really have a form of speed control reliably for Dracovish, I probably just want to be Scarf here. Yeah, just try to outspeed everything we can. Yeah, like, honestly, you're not outspeeding Eleki ever. Unless they're, like, modest with minimal investment. Uh, modest gets... Modest with uh, 252 IVs and 80s in speed is uh, 252. And Dracovish can get to 254. With Scarf? With uh, Sandrush. Or Tailwind. I thought you got to 278 if you're plus um, speed. Something like that. But you have to have a lot of things go your way. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you get to 278 if you're plus speed Sandrush. I don't remember what the number was. A nice background. I know, right? Isn't isn't it great? No one can see it, but it's our uh, logo. Do I have a Dragonfish save somewhere? I thought I had a Dragonfish save somewhere. Mm-hmm. What that? We got You're a long way me, to go man. still. Well, that's just how exciting this this uh, report is that we're doing right now. I know, right? <laughs> Dragonfish plus speed. 139 is 278. Yep. Man, it feels good to be right once in a while. <laughs> so we, get to, we get to that 278, so you have to be Sand Rush or Tailwind. So. To outspeed Eleki. Yeah. Yep, but like, if you. That's what I'm saying is if you're Scarf, you're not. Which is unfortunate. Because you don't get the. Scarf Sand Rush. Bam. You go turbo fast. Super duper fast. Outspeed outspeed the Colossal and blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah? Outspeed um, the Colossal. Blow it up. I don't out. think your opponent is going to anticipate that. No. And no. if they do, it's just like, alright, well, I protect. <laughs> protect Dragon Darts. Cool. And Dracovish is dead. Whee. Now we get to max. Yeah, and go, now we get to do the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one was uh, Vern's team. It was real cool. I agree. Didn't get to see any of Vern's games, though, unfortunately. Okay. Just never had him on camera. I never had him on camera. Never saw anyone he played. I had a bunch of people open, and I was scrolling through them. I never saw any of Vern's games, unfortunately. Unfortunate. Um, our winner, though, Natsume, uh, GMAX sent a Scorch. Not something you see terribly often. I don't know what it does. So Is this, does it fire spin? The GMAX move? Uh huh. Yeah, it's fire spin. Cool. Locks him in. Fire spin. Also. I learned that um, Sandaconda traps both opponents. So it was Santa Scorch. Yeah, I thought it was just the one you hit. Nope, it's both. It's like, huh, how do I deal with this uh, This uh, Celestila? Can't hit it. Oh, it's trapped. Cool. Just chip away at it now. Yay! Like, unfortunately, I'm still dead, but... But yay! <laughs> Figured it out. Learned something new. Uh, this is a Charty Berry Santa Scorch uh, with White Smoke, so that's really cool. Can't be intimidated... White Smoke is all stats? Is it clear? It's literally clear, buddy, right? Yeah, it's all stats. Can't, no, okay. no, your stats can be dropped. Uh, protect, Power Whip, Leech Life, Flare Blitz. Pretty standard Sent Scorch, I feel like. Have a way to beat Rock and Water. Have a way to do Stab Bug. Have a way to do Stab Fire. 
Um, looking at the rest of this team, the rest of this team is very, like, run-of-the-mill standard. Like, there's a Grimstar and a Porygon 2. That lead is, like, so common now. Uh, we have a Landorus and a Tapafini and a Celesteela. These are all just... Go get them. Like, alright, cool. We have Earthquake Celesteela. <laughs> we do, yes. I wonder why. And so, you can max this still. Uh, then you get max Steel Spike and max Quake. So, you can just be... Super ultra mega bulky. We get to be the super bulk, which I mean I think it's fine. Um, I'm assuming we're getting special defense boosts, right? Careful with special defense. Yeah. Cool. So we're yeah, getting, we're getting special defense boosts on knockout, which you're probably not overly worried about picking up KOs with this thing. Uh, the big thing is that like in the event you do want to max, you are able to just bulk up even more. Exactly. Um, Landorus is Lum Swords Dance. That's super cool. Um, Porygon 2 is fairly standard. Eerie Impulse Trick Room. Looks like Try Attack and, protect, and Recover. Yep. I really wish this was Trace. I think Trace Eerie Impulse is really powerful. Um, I think if you're running Ice Beam, you can get away with Trace. But if you're running Tri Attack, you want that download because if you get that download boost on special attack, it just makes it. You real just do damage. so yeah. much damage. Uh, yeah, you could. I I mean, I feel like we've talked about P P two a lot, uh, and like what it can actually do. Mm -hmm. If you want this to be, uh, foul play, then you could change it to trace. It just feels weird to me to have download plus eerie impulse. But in reality, like, I just think Eerie Impulse is really good. Yeah, like, you just want to play Eerie Impulse a lot of the time because you don't know, like, when it's ever going to come up and when it's necessary. Like, in the case of Celesteela, it can be both physical or special, but if you call it right and they happen to be special, Celesteela's not going to be able to do its thing and stuff like that. Exactly. Like, people are anticipating, especially if you do max, it's just like, well, that's clearly a special attack, or I need the parting shot or whatever to deal with that, and then it's like, well, I guess, again, Dork, here's an Earthquake. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was the uh, Rumble results. Excited for the LRQ. It's not going to have as many people just because we probably, just because of the way it is. It's a paid event, things like that. But uh, super excited to see all the data from the LRQ come back. For sure. For sure. So now we're going to talk about a little bit about the Little Root Showdown, kind of why it's here. Because we kind of hinted at we were doing something new on Sundays. Because the Let's Play was kind of doing poorer. Yeah, it never really did great. Yeah. Um, Let's Plays were, like, okay when we were smaller. And we, like, had a smaller community. And we weren't getting as many views on anything anyway. So it was, like, all evened out and it was fine. But now YouTube is just like, yeah, your Let's Plays don't do that great. So we're not going to promote them that well. And we figured it they're not going to promote it anyway. We're just going to change it into something that actually might get some views. Mm -hmm. So we did our first showdown on Sunday. Uh, I won. I got the, I got first blood. You cheated. <laughs> That's the only explanation. You cheated. Yep. Um, it definitely isn't because I got brick walled by a Celesteela. Yeah. Definitely not what definitely happened. Definitely not what happened. Um, but I am super happy to... Uh, Make you play with Snorlax, Mandibuzz, and Celesteela. I mean, 
I'm kind of okay with this. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I like all of the mons that you just said. Garchomp is sweet. I was actually concerned that it was uh, White Herb Garchomp or Life Orb. And then as soon as you revealed the, the Life Orb on the Cocoa, I'm just like, well, that's a problem. That's going to deal a ton of damage now, and I really don't have a good answer for it. Yep. Um, we also carry Wilbus on our Incineroar. Absurd. That was... That Absolutely was, absurd. So, like, if you just watch the video, that was, like, my one, oh, we have this kind of moment, because it's just, like, I wasn't expecting Will-O-Wisp of, ever, of all things on Incineroar, but um, I ended up bringing Snorlax because Snorlax just had Fire Punch and could just do the same thing that Incineroar would be doing on the team. The the big thing here is we're not G-Max Snorlax. No, we are not doing the G-Max Gluttony nonsense. Yeah, you're not Belly Drum, because, I mean, why? And then you don't need... Honestly, I kind of dig this set. I like it a lot. Like, um, this is still a huge Dynamax target, because we have Bulldoze Heavy Slam for our defenses. Uh, defensive boosts, and then we just have double edge for max strike, which is base one fifty. Or was uh, it one forty? One forty. Because the only thing that's one fifty is yeah, cool. And then because we were assault vest, we had to have a damaging move in that last slot. How about fire punch? <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of just incidental fire coverage between Celesteela, Snorlax, and Incineroar. Someone right. doesn't like losing the Celesteela mirror. Yeah. Uh, that would be a smeargle. <laughs> like, legitimately, that's what this screams. Having Flamethrower on Celesteela, Fire Punch, Snorlax, uh, Will-O-Wisp, and Flare Blitz, and since, like, you can do residual damage if they are lefties, uh, Flare Blitz obviously is going to do a billion percent, and then Life Orb Coco just be like, alright, well, you've answered everything else, here's an actual threat. Yeah. Um, so... The team is super duper bulky. This Mandibuzz set is super cool. This is uh, was all kind of spurred on by Moxie boosted. If I remember correctly, the whole Mandibuzz yep. thing. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Mandibuzz actually ends up being a really bulky support mod. It's really good at what it does, being Tailwind and Snarl, um, access to Roost, access to Foul Play, access to Overcoat, so you don't have to worry about Sun. Uh, no sleep powders, no sand, no hail, none of that, none of that extra chip stuff. But, uh, yeah, this team is really, really cool. Um, excited for you to play it and actually watch Aladdin videos of it. I am genuinely excited to you play say this. You're going to be milking some time for content because these games are going to probably go to time. Our game almost went to time. Like, just playing through it, we, we ended up with, we, like... We had the three-minute timer pop up and just, like, well... I can't stall that. <laughs> yep. As much as I would like to at this point, I'm not going to be able to. Yep. Can't stall that out. Uh, which it wouldn't have stalled out. Like we wouldn't have made it that far anyway. Cartana was burnt. And... Like looking back at it, the burn didn't actually matter. No. the The big thing that mattered is uh, Moltres never got a flinch. Yep. Um. You KO'd my Clefairy at literally the right exact time. Yep. It's like, I I need Clef to live this. Oh, hey, you killed Clef. Oh, you (laughs) killed my Clef. (laughs) Like, well, that's not good. Yeah. Because had you not, um, then, you know, we're just like, well, now we're dead. Yep. 
Like, had you not, your your Amanda buzz goes down and things start snowballing from there. Oh, so. yeah. Um, but yeah, this will be what we'll be doing on Sundays now. Um, so get your team of the weeks in. We still, have a bunch, we still have a bunch to go through, but now you're going to guaranteed at least get to see it for some kind of game. Whereas a lot of the teams before, if we didn't get to them, kind of just sat and died, which we felt I felt kind of bad about because we asked for them and then we didn't mm-hmm. get to play with them. Which, I mean, it's unfortunate, but at least now we're getting to do something with a non-zero amount of them. Yeah. Like, like we talked about yesterday in the intro, it's just like, huh, if we stop doing, like, top, stop taking submissions now, we'd still have too many. Yeah, we'd have teams plus some for the rest of Series 9. So it's like, well, we're going to have teams still running in, so... Time to do something with them. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. So, so now what? What do you want to talk about? Um, we've got about, probably about 20 minutes we can kind of kill with some random nonsense we got going on. Let's see. What all happened this week? We got release dates for... The new games. Yep, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl are November something. Seventeen? I think that's right. It's it's a teen, I know that much. Uh and then Brilliant Diamond release date. And say and then uh Pokemon Legends Arceus is like not too long after that in January. Nineteenth. Nineteenth. Uh November nineteenth and then Arceus is like the twenty second, I think. It's either the twenty second or the twenty eighth. 28. So those are those are fast approaching for us. Dude, like honestly, I was thinking, I was telling Tiff the other day, I'm just like I kinda am debating getting like the double pack for Diamond and Pearl. Like, like if they have one, definitely. Yeah. They do. You can okay. pre order it on the Switch already. But I am a big proponent, especially of Pokemon games, of having a physical copy. Yeah. Um, I'm very I'm very physical. If especially yeah. especially Pokemon games, they are never going to be cheap. Yeah. Um, like I, I have a list of games that I'm missing. I'm just like, well, I'm missing blue and yellow. Ugh. I'm missing gold. Which like that one's not too terrible. That's not terrible. I have that one. I'm missing sapphire, emerald, fire red, leaf green. <laughs> like, all right, well, there's a paycheck. Yeah, that's just, that's a big one. That's a big chunk. Um, it's like my my copies of Art Gold Soul Silver that she bought me are repos. Yeah. So it's just like I I have them to play, but they're not authentic. Which yeah. I mean, at this point, it's whatever. Um, I'm really really excited because I ended up finding like DS style cases for the games I do have. Mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna be able to do something with them other than have them sitting on my desk. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Because, like, when I was doing the Stadium 2 Let's Play, it was constantly switching out carts and everything to be able to get the Pokemon I needed and everything else. I'm just like, I played through Red, like, three times to be able to get everything I needed. Um, I played through Crystal once. I played through Soul Silver. To, I, I played through Silver to be able to get an extra starter at one point. I'm just like, all right, this is enough. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> because, of course, uh, because I was playing on actual hardware, and just be like, alright, here's my perfect team of what I need, and punch it in, and you know, I had to do everything manually. Um, what else happened this week? Um, PC4. Yeah, we have PC4 coming up. Uh, emails went out this past week. When is the actual dates for that? It's like June, like the regionals are like 
two weeks. Cool. It's like I didn't know. <laughs> um, congrats to all of our community members and everyone else who qualified. Um, I heard that Oceania hit a new low. Fourteen thirty-seven. Yeah, that's that's bad. Eleven and sixteen qualified, Carl. That's bad. It's <laughs> really bad. Um, it is a best of three open team sheet Swiss now. This go around, there's no double elimination anymore. I or, mean, for okay, for for an event that large, uh, Swiss is basically double elimination. I think, like, majority of the time after two losses, you're statistically eliminated from making yeah. the top cut. Um, but, see, the thing is, is, like, I'm also doing magic math where top cut is top eight. So, since taking, this is going to be top 16? Something like that, yeah. They take top 16. There's a non-zero chance. So, let's see, you have... I would have to pull... I would have to literally draw up the tournament bracket to be able to determine, all right, these number of players are X and 2 and everything else, and mm-hmm. I... My brain is too dead for that right now. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and do the math for that, but uh, they are best of three Swiss. Uh, I do know that. Open team sheet. Yep. So, there's a lot more mental when it comes to playing rather than trying to get them with the shenanigans of oh I have this and I have that but they don't know I have this and that they're like alright well I preserve this information for games 2 and 3 that you just can't do that Yep, there just isn't that happening luckily they can't just be like alright well I know your entire set I can calc every move beforehand yeah they just they just know the Pokemon and the moves and the items they don't know the EV spread they don't know if you're invested in certain things or not stuff like that but they do know that your Grimmsnarl has screens, or your your Whimsicott has Switcheroo, but no Protect. Like, yeah. it, it does reveal a lot of information, and if you are playing Whimsicott with Switcheroo, please have also Protect on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't, make, don't lose your eject button because you got hit first. As a man who has made that mistake before, please don't make that mistake on my behalf. Oh, goodness. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of mental when it comes into playing PC4. For just just open team sheet events in general, this is why we do close team sheets for ours. It's a uh, it's a little bit more. It's actually tougher. I feel like to play a closed team sheet best of three than an open team sheet best of three. I feel like it's harder because you just like there's more adjustments to make each time rather than the open is like you know what your opponent has on face value a lot of the time. And like I mean, there's a lot of it of like one of the things that get brought up a lot is. Do you bring ally switch to something like this? And I think the answer is, well, yes, but also no, but also yes. Um, I feel like it's still fine to bring it. Um, because, like, it still adds that mental game of, all right, well, I'm making my opponent play around it before it ever even happens. Yeah, it's the whole, it's like Schrodinger's cat. It's like, if you click it, then this happens. But if you didn't click it, then this happens. But which one was the one that was supposed to happen to begin with? Just yep. like a bunch of just if and then statements have to go through your opponent's head. They have to predict that's oh he's going to click it or oh he's not going to click it, and it just it makes it, it it opens up the door for your opponent to make mistakes when they see it. I think, um, I think it was Aaron who who had mentioned it. It's like ally switch is like on paper it's a fifty fifty move, right? That you click it and you got baited into it and it you know you got played. 
in reality is like four twenty five percent chances of yep. All right, you anticipated it and you read it correctly. You anticipated it and played it incorrectly. You didn't anticipate it and played it correctly, and you anticipated it and didn't and and not only did you not anticipate it, you also got punished by it. Yeah, like and like seventy five percent of the time. Your opponent comes out ahead in that situation, so it's it's like being able to just put that kind of mental strain on your opponent without ever doing anything. Yeah, you don't even have to have to click it. That's the cool thing. You just get to say, "All right, if this ever comes up, I I have it. Yep, it's here. But if I don't, I'm making literally everyone play around it. Exactly." And that's why you just put yourself, your opponent into a position where it's never going to be important and they can't capitalize on having it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the big thing is there are a hundred different ways to play around it. Spread moves. You know, spread moves is easily the best one. It's just like, all right, well. Which spread moves are super common right now. That's Earthquake, Rock Slide, Electroweb. Heat Wave, Electroweb, yeah. Uh, the, the ones that aren't are your Dynamax moves. Which, if you preserve your Dynamax, your Dynamax appropriately, then you're still playing into a situation where it's not a problem. Yeah. Well, let's let's say you don't have, let's say you don't have spread moves on the two mods that you have out. Just target both of their mods. Yeah. Just like, all right, cool. Target with both. Target both mods with moves that will always hit either one of them. Don't like. like yeah. Don't don't you know don't thunderbolt the Landorus slot. And hope that they click ally switch. Yeah. You're going to get punished. <laughs> Even just going for neutral damage or resistant damage is better than Ship no damage, damage is at better all. than no damage, yeah. So. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's another thing to worry about. And, like, there's a hundred different ways to play around it. And making your opponent... The biggest thing is never letting your opponent capitalize on it. Yeah. And if they do, don't get it into your mental state... And being able to recover and quickly adjust to making the correct play the following turn. Don't let things snowball. And that's a... Dude, that honestly is a huge, huge deal. Don't let one mistake throw your entire match. Yeah. Um, Another thing about open teams, she said it just gets better or worse depending on what you're on, is weakness policy. Um, Knowing that, oh, they have this way to set weakness policy... Or, oh, this Pokemon has weakness policy means you can play around it a little bit better, things like that. On the flip side of that, Colossal gets to sit there and like, oh, they can't kill me. Hmm. Oh, oh. shame if uh, <laughs> this policy got triggered right now. Exactly. It's just like, oh, you don't have a good water type move or a good ground type move? Looks like I get to win the Wait. entire match. Cool. You don't threaten my, my Dragapult and you're dead. So it's just like things like Colossal just get to take over. We Giga Squeezing is another one that just kind of just is real good in open team sheets. So the, the sum of it is um, be prepared. Yep. Have answers for like the things that are good. Yep. Ha- have answers for Weezing Gigas. Have answers for Cole. These, I mean, I feel like I preach these things week in and week out. And like, obviously not literally every week, but at the same time, like these things have been good for how long now? Uh, it's been a while, but you haven't Cole, really seen him. Uh, Cole has been since, like, Series 3? Yep, something like that. Uh, granted, Gigas didn't come in until Series 7, but, I mean, people quickly adjusted to be able to play around it. 
And if you have literally any questions about this, you know, we have almost 400 people on our Discord. Oh, yeah. There is literally always online. There is someone always online who is willing to not only help, but also, like, teach you about things that can and will happen. Yeah. Talk through the permutations with you, figure out, hey, this is what you should be doing instead, or this is probably the outline that you needed to do in this situation, things like that. Yep, sharing. uh, Honestly, I think one thing that doesn't get utilized enough, uh, specifically for ours, is, like, looking back at, like, specifically, like, the, the showdown replays room, and, like, analyzing the games that are being played. Like, people post their cool showdown games. Like, cool, I got to do the thing. It's just like, okay, this is one instance. What has led up to this point where how many times has this failed and what can you do to better this team to actually make exactly. this cool gimmick that you're trying to work make work? Yeah. Or, okay, sure, you got paralyzed four turns in a row and lost because of that. But what led to the position in which you... Were, ended up getting yeah. tra- paralyzed and... What, what led to the spot. position where you weren't able to capitalize before the RNG took over the game? Yeah. Being able to make optimal plays every turn, no matter what the situation is, is always just like a good thing to have. And you only get that from just looking back and analyzing situations. Yeah. Yeah. Because Pokemon is a game of multiple situations. You know, it, literally every attack has RNG on it. Yep. You know, when you think about it, literally everything you do in Pokemon has RNG. You're not going to be able to win games by not damaging your opponent, right? Yeah. So, being able to identify that, okay, my damage rolls are 1 in 16. Cool. You also have a 1 in 16 chance to crit. So, now that's a 1.5 multiplier on that. So, now we're at, you know, who knows what kind of odds per per attack. Yeah. And then you add in a 10% chance to burn on your try attack. And, like, you know, it it's a ton of different iterations. Being able to correctly say, okay, sure, I low-rolled here and that caused him to live. Okay, what else could you have done in this game to get that extra five... Where where did you miss damage at? Where did you do this? Did you do this wrong? Did you get into this situation if you would have, say, clicked this move instead of that move or something like that? Saying my opponent got lucky is never the correct situation. I, I shouldn't say that. 95% 95% of the time, you could have done something to better yourself to prevent your opponent from getting lucky to win the game. Yeah. Um, like like, the, like we mentioned earlier, it's like I got lucky that we never got a flinch. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, there was a ton of things. How many, like, looking at it, I think I hit, like, four or five fire rats in that game, and I got zero flinches. Yeah. Granted, you got, like, a burn on my, my Cartana. It didn't matter. Yeah, the burn, it is something that happened, but, but like the burn didn't matter. It wasn't going to change the entire outcome of the game if I had got hadn't gotten the burn. Um, you missed you missed a leech seed. You you missed an eighty five percent accurate move. Which yeah, I, I missed the leech seed, which technically would have been a lot. Of, it it would have sped the game up. Yeah, like had that hit, I was dead sooner. Yeah. Um, but because it missed, it gave me an additional chance to be able to come back and win this game. Yeah. Um, that like specifically the leech seed. Had you gotten a low roll earlier in the game, my Moltres lives. Yep. Like, all right, well, now I get an extra attack off. You get an extra chance to fire your wrath again and try to flinch me and then pick up that KO that way. So there's a hundred different iterations that we, we talk, you know, you we could sit here and talk through of, okay, well, had this 
worked my way had this gone through this iteration. Like, turn one, uh, if I remember correctly, like, watching it, I think you went for Volt Switch into my Moltres. Nope. It wasn't the Cloud. It was okay. yep. So it was just like, well, had I not clicked follow me, then my weakness policy gets triggered, and now, like, it, like, like I kind of talked about in the, the postgame, it's like, sure, you snarled my Moltres, well, there's a 5% chance every turn that you missed that snarl. Yep. But I think the correct play was, instead of Dynamaxing early, just go for another nasty plot. Yeah. Like, just make you force the snarl every turn. Eventually, you're going to trigger my Berserk, and that negates your snarl for the turn, and now I can capitalize on it and go exactly. from there. Which, eventually, nasty plotting constantly does get you to a point where you can just Dynamax, and you just don't care about that snarl like, anymore. Yeah, sure, whatever. Lower my, lower my special attack by one. Bang, you're dead. I'm at plus two or three. Bang. Getcha. But, um, yeah, that's PC4 talk. Uh, what else happened this week? We had the Diamond and Pearl stuff, which that yep. was cool. New Switch comes out maybe in September. There is, from my understanding, tomorrow, the, the 4th, um, there is potentially going to be an announcement showing that this is actually coming out for pre-order um, because there is, like, online data from sellers saying that there's a placeholder for Switch hardware coming out, but, like, that's literally all the information we know. Mm -hmm. Um, There was also supposed to be, like, an announcement last week that was leaked, and, like, we don't really know anything. Yeah. There's a lot of ifs, ands, and guesswork here, but it's, it's cool to see that, like, hey, there's a Switch 2 or a Switch Pro or whatever we're calling it. I read something today. It was just, like, wish list of things for the Switch Pro, and one was, like, Game Boy, GBA, and NDS emulation only on the Pro. It's, like, can play in, uh, like, 1660p at 60 FPS. I'm like, that is literally never going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even, even if, like, goodness, outside of handheld mode, that's never going to happen. That's way not, like... The Switch right now, it's it's a good little console. It can play in 720p uh, in dock mode most of the, yeah, most of the time. Uh, there are certain times where it can play in HD 1080p, but it's certain you know, games. Something that really irritates me, and this is like just me thinking about it, and it might just be that I'm not playing like high enough quality games to notice it, but... The difference between 30 and 60 FPS, I just don't think There exists. isn't a difference. There, right, like, there is no difference, I, really. Like, people always talk, oh my gosh, this looks so good, look at all the frames. I'm just like, I literally don't see a difference. Your eyes usually can't tell a difference between anything between 30 to fuck 250. Like, what, what do you, you mean? You can I, have 270 frames per second, your eyes aren't going to tell any difference past 60. Okay, I just... I, it's the, that's it's, something that people always talk about is oh this isn't running at 60 FPS I'm like okay it's not running at 10 so like yeah I'm not, <laughs> we're not running at a snail's pace here we're actually doing something so. as, as someone who grew up on the Game Boy you know you were lucky to get fucking 24 <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like one of my favorite games of all time is DK64 that runs at like negative 3 frames per second like, <laughs> yep, it definitely that's, does. That's working properly. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually like when it's doing its job and actually doing everything. Yeah, 
That's not, you know, speedrunners breaking it and causing it to do things that it probably wasn't ever meant to do ever. Yeah. Uh, Can we get a remaster of that game, please? I, I have preached this so many times. I just want a remaster. I want that game to be good and people to actually like it. And it not be a meme. Yeah. It's never going to happen, is no. it? No. Is it because Rare is now owned by Xbox? and Probably. Yeah. Even though we still own Donkey Kong. Yeah. Nintendo. It's real right. weird. The re- It's just Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong and Funky Kong and Cranky Kong. Those are the ones and that... And Candy, can- yeah. And candy. Um, the rest of the other bunch ended up getting taken when they when Microsoft bought Rare. What? They didn't keep them all together, no. <laughs> I didn't know that! I think Which is why you've literally never seen them in any other Nintendo game. Exactly. It's because Nintendo no longer owns them. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that is what happened. So no Linky Kong and Smash is what you're saying. Most likely not. Well, that's not true anymore. They've put so many other characters Dude, in. Dude, who games. even knows? Smash's development's almost done. Um... They're, they said there's no more DLC characters after these next two. Do we know what they are yet? No. Huh. Which I haven't played Smash in actual years now. Uh, let's see. When it first came out, you and I binged it for literally like two months. And then something else came out where we were like, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> Just like I think it was the... actually Pokemon. Well, that would have been the next year. There was... Oh, God, there had to have been something that came out between those. Was it Diablo? No, because no, that came out before. Because I bought my Switch for Diablo. Mm-hmm. What was it? Dude, I literally could not tell you. Was it Let's Go? No, because that was out before, too. Because I, I didn't own it till forever. Also, evidently, Lanky Kong is in Donkey Kong Barrel Blast. What is that? It's a Wii game. Oh, neat. So they must have kept them. They just don't want to show them the light of day ever. It's a racing action game. I'm off of it. According to Wikipedia. I'm done. I'm good. I'm going to read about this game. Oh, goodness. Um, What else happened in the VGC world? Oh, we had the, the Fallout, the EDU drama. Yeah, people are shitty. People being terrible people. It breaks my heart. Like, I joined this community because I came from the Magic community. Magic community is terrible. Oh, God. You want to talk about a community that will literally bitch and moan about anything and everything? And, like, even when they get what they want, they still complain. Which, surprisingly, now that I say that out loud, sounds very similar to Pokemon fans in general. Like, if you actually think about it, that's literally, like, sums up Pokemon in... It sums up, like, the casual Pokemon fan, usually. It's like, well, you wanted all the Pokemon, well, you have... We're, we gave you this many, and we're getting more in through the DLC, but we wanted more, and after that, I'm just like, just let them like, make the game. It's whatever. But, uh, VGC community's breaking my heart right now. It's just like... How hard is it to be kind to each other? Yeah, how hard is that? Like, legitimately, it is... How hard is it to be a decent human being, not be just the scum of the earth? It's not that hard. It really isn't. Respect others like you want to be treated, babe. Like, our Discord 
is great. Everyone's great on it. No one's ever hateful towards each other. No one's ever rude or mean. ATX is the same way. Pokesports is the same way. These smaller... Dude, legitimately, yeah. A lot of these smaller communities are great. And as we're kind of growing and trying to get into, like, be a bigger community, that, we find out that X community or Y community that we had, like, looked up to at the time was just the scum of the earth and was terrible. And, like, it's it's sad to see that happen, but at the same time, it makes me grateful for what we have. Yeah. Because even even if we do hit... A hundred thousand people in our Discord. Oh goodness! I like you're just that. throwing out unrealistic numbers at this point, right? I could like, not imagine that. At the end of the day, we are still like our core values haven't changed, and yeah. they're not going to change. Exactly. Size doesn't mean anything when it comes to that. Like you know, it just needs more bots. <laughs> exactly. Like oh, you have a guy who you know, you know, just oh, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Let's calm that down. Tone don't, it down. Don't attack someone like that. Yeah. Say, hey, this is really, you know, unique. Can you talk about this? Can you explain what you want to do with this interaction or whatever? It's like, there's there's a way better way of saying that's stupid. And like, yeah, or even just like actually attacking the person of, mm-hmm. wow, how stupid can you be? Yeah. Versus... Alright, I want to hear you out on this. What do you think? And like re like not only helping you understand where they're coming from, but helping them understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And it just when when I heard the news about everything, I'm just like I I literally don't even want to look at it. Like I I don't want to be involved. Unfortunately we're getting to that point where we are gonna get involved and that's just kinda of how it's gonna be. We're getting to that size point where we're gonna see it and we're gonna to have to deal with it. People are going to talk about it. And if it happens, we'll deal with it then. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Yep, that's... It, it's sad to say that that's a conversation we actually have to have. Yep. But... This is the world we live in, man. Oh, the Hatterene tournaments. The Hatterene tournament is this weekend, too. On the same day as our event. Which, dude, a lot of people I've read are now wanting to play in that because of everything that's happened. Yeah. Which, like, it, dude, that seriously warms my heart. I like, like seeing that, yeah. Well, I, I wasn't going to play in this, but now that everyone is being, you know, a shithole about it, I'm going to prove them wrong. Exactly. It's like, hell yeah. It's good. Do it. Empower yeah. not only yourself, but your communities. We're not trying, like, our LRQ, they they, we, they had announced this after we had already scheduled our LRQ, and we, we hadn't had time to change the date. We could have changed it to Sunday this week, but we hadn't got, I had, after I found out, it's like, oh, it's this weekend, it just yeah, stuck I, up on me. I didn't realize it was this weekend until, yeah, it was, like, yesterday, to be yeah. 100% honest with you. Uh, it snuck up on us, so we didn't have a chance to change around it. But we also have a different demographic. We are mostly male. A lot of our... Uh, other listeners that would be able to play in the Hatterene tournament are playing in the Hatterene tournament. So, cool. Go play in that. Enjoy. Have fun. Um, we're going to play with our, like, seven or eight people we're probably going to have. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah, sure. Whatever, man. It just means someone gets a, gets to walk in to the LRQ event. This is going to be an easy... This looks like, from what I've seen from signups, it looks like it's going to be an easy event. Like, eight people, nine people tops. Which is really 
awkward because we had so many giveaway entries and everything. It's just, it is what it is. Exactly. It's not the end of the world. Um, but yeah. I think that's all. Is that all? Is there anything else we missed? Um, I mentioned penguins on my shit list now, right? Yes. Cool. And Tim's getting close. (laughs) Oh, draft league's halfway done. (laughs) Oh, now what? I just read uh, the today I lost two section, right? Focus energy, sniper, water spout octillery. Get (laughs) Get Someone really wanted to win that game. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. Like, not, not only is it a mon you never see, it's also, like, oh, my gosh. I've been playing through Snap. Can I just say Octillery's been a pain in my side? I'm trying to get the four-star Octillery, and I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Dude, I haven't played Snap in, like, two weeks. Uh, I have unlocked a ton. Now that I'm not playing for the Let's Play, I actually get to enjoy it, and I binged it for, like, five hours. I saw Quentin's now playing Snap. Yeah. Did he steal your copy? Nope. Interesting. I bought a copy for him and paid him 40 bucks for the Switch that you now have. Good enough. Yep. Good enough for me. Exactly. Fixed the Joy-Cons on them for like five bucks and like 30 minutes worth of work. I am um, doing my uh, Fire Red with only Whooper. Yeah. And... It came to my attention today that something went wrong with overwriting the game, like, when I created the file. Um, evidently, I started with the national decks. So you're on round two for the Elite Four, then. For round one, yes. Ugh. I have made it to Lance. Okay, okay. It's hard. I'm not surprised. I need, like, eight turns against Gyarados, and I need it to not hit me more than once. Hmm. Worst part is, is uh, because it has Dragon Dance, there's a chance that if it does hit me once, I'm still dead. <laughs> because it has Earthquake and Hyper Beam. Goodness. So just it's just like... Double team. Th- it's not enough. Double team. I have made it past the second Mon once. Quadruple team. I, I will go to plus six, Toxic, and then chip away with Surf, and eventually it goes down. The, the least amount of turns I can make it on the field is eight. Hmm. That's like, and like, I, I think it's the most optimal way of doing it is like triple, um, triple double team, mm-hmm. toxic, mm-hmm. triple double team. Mm-hmm. It'll put it just below half, mm-hmm. but not within heal range to where surf plus toxic damage takes it out. The problem is, because I get two-shot by Kingdra. Hmm. And if I take any amount of damage from the Gyarados, I'm in kill range, so where it's always going to spam Surf. Yeah. So it needs to hit one, and I'm dead. And the least amount of turns that it's on the field is, like, five. You see the problem? Mm-hmm. I don't one-shot his Dragonites with Ice Beam. At level 100, my Wooper has a special defense of, like, 58. 
I'm not exaggerating on that number either. It's I know it's less than 70. So if we were on round one, it'd be no problem. Oh, easy. I could have beat it already. Yeah. But uh, we are on round two, so it's... So either, the solution is either replay the entire game... Oh, God. <laughs> or persevere and get lucky eventually. Just persevere, bud. You'll be fine. It's awful and I hate it. Just persevere. You'll be fine. Like, at this point, it's just like, alright, 400, 400% speed, throwing on some random OST and listening to it while we sit here and grind. <laughs> like, the worst part is, is, um, rival, the champion fight, um, I believe he loses his Pidgeot, but he gains Tyranitar, which then says Permasand, which is literally no big deal. Yeah, your ground type don't care. The downside is, is, uh, his Venusaur still will one-shot me. Yeah. Luckily, I don't think it has Razor Leaf anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually confirm this while, while I'm thinking about this. I'm pretty sure it gets rid of Razor Leaf for Solar Beam. And if so, we have a chance. We can live! The problem is, is I'm pretty sure I need a three shot to take it out. Minimum. Just set up double team, so we fight. Spam double team. We'll get there. Small ant will carry you to victory. God, he's done so much work. Alright, Elite Four, round two. Give me give me something good here. Oh no. Uh he does not lead Tyranitar. He leads Heracross. Oh. And I'm pretty sure it has Aerial Ace. Mm. I legitimately don't think this is possible. You can do it. I believe in you. Believe in me that believes in you that believes in me that believes in you. I don't know if this is possible. You'll be fine. Let's get out of here, bud. I want to confirm that as Aerial Ace, because that might just determine if I redo all this. Okay. Uh, this is round one. His Pidgeot in round one does... Well, this is really awkward. I don't want to replay through the entire game. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, Just come back to it. But like, I'm so close. It's it's so bad. I, I might just like say screw it. I'm restarting this, and I'm going to start it with Gen Eight instead. Yeah. Start with the easier game and work your way backwards. I wonder how hard Gen 7 is going to be. With Wooper? Like, our first trial is normal. Yep. And then... You have the water, fire, grass trials. Then you have... Well, we have normal and then the... Kahlua, the... The, the, the... Whatever the names are. Kahuna. Kahuna, there we go. The Kahlua, you know. <laughs> is ground? Fighting. Yeah, that's right. Because it's normal fighting, and then it's uh, fire, water, gr water, fire, grass, rock. Rock. Um, ghost. Fairy? No. No fairy. Fairy's Pony Island. Yes. Because there was no actual fairy... Uh, it was trial. post game, right? It was um, it was that... Ultra Sun Ultra Moon was the fairy trial. Cool. Um, but in Sun and Moon, which you probably would, I would recommend playing on that instead because it's shorter. 
you would do ghost, uh, electric, steel, dark, and then you have Aether Foundation, and then you would do the Vast Pony Canyon, which would be dragon and ground. How do I beat a Lorantis? Ah. Hope you outspeed, beat it up with ice cream. I'm a whooper! Lorantis is slow. I'm a whooper! Lorantis is probably just as slow. And then they have Vico Vault. That's whatever. Just watch out for Energy Ball. What does the Elite Four look like in this game? Uh, flying, rock, fighting. Steel. Um, steel, right? I thought Mulane got added in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon to be steel. But in regular, it was... Sun and Moon Elite Four. It was fighting, dark, rock, flying? It is fighting, rock, ghost, ghost flying. Flying. And then... You Kukui. fight Kukui. Yep, Kukui. Kuki Kuki. Who is pretty balanced, all things considered. Yeah, he's a very, he's a very balanced uh, opponent. Let's see. I don't know if I can beat this without being pretty high level. He has a Snorlax. How do I punch through a Snorlax with a Wooper? You just toxic it. And That's actually probably the best. Hope it's not a... It's, it's, well, Snorlax hasn't had immunity that game, or was it? It actually doesn't say what ability it okay. is. So it's whatever ability one is, then, mm-hmm. which is going to be immunity. Yeah. Alright, I quit. This is impossible. This is stupid. Oh, but that, get us out of here. Alright, man. Um, let's see. Go follow us on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri25, Carl at Musical at VGC. Um, you can find me playing Wooper on Twitter or Twitch. That one. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe find you playing Wooper on Twitter. <laughs> we can figure out how to do that. We can, we can make it work. We'll figure something out. Uh, you can follow you can do us. It with fleets. Oh God, that sounds awful. That's just like bad snaps that yeah, snap exactly. stories, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which are Which also just like a version of TikToks, kind of. Yeah, but they disappear. That sounds stupid. I'm good. You'll be fine. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Mr. Missouri 25. Carl is technically on Twitch. Yeah, I don't do anything on it, but yeah. Uh, at Musical. Yep. Come and join our Discord. Community is great. Cannot recommend them enough. If you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. If you're not on YouTube, that link's always done in the, uh, the show notes of the video. So go and follow us there and get to see all kinds of content that we have going up on there every day. So... I think that's everything. Yeah. Cool. All right, everyone. We'll be back next week with some more podcasts. We've got videos all week going on. So have a good one. Peace. Peace.